0: Hey, welcome back to episode 10 of the Weekly Call, the unscripted, unedited weekly conversation between Austin, John, and Ammer. On this week's episode, uh, the three of us discuss breathing, yeah, breathing, uh, and John and Ammer really go into the importance of it, I quite honestly had no clue, um, changing our habits, the economic theories of opportunity, and I even discuss a little bit about Uh, my weight loss a few years ago and how that ties into the three previous topics. Super loaded episode we get obviously way too far into detail again Uh, but, uh, we really hope that our viewers are able to take something away from it and I don't want to give anything else away. So we really hope you enjoy the podcast. As always, you can interact with us on Instagram at the weekly call pod, where you can find out more information about the hosts, upcoming content and guest interviews. And for reference, this episode was recorded on November 17th, 2019. We really hope you enjoy. Cheers. Cheers. All right, hey guys, welcome back. How was your week?
1: Pretty good, man. Pretty pretty stellar. John?
2: Yeah, tell us about your week, Amber.
1: Um, it was good. I came. That's when I, uh, I I landed back in Toronto, Monday morning, and it, looking at it, it was very diverse. A lot of areas in my life, um, I touched upon through this week. Usually, like my week is pretty consistent in focusing at one thing, whether it's like business, school. This week has just been all over the place, which I kind of love. Um, But it's also the first week back since Tony Robbins and I've applied actually a lot of what he recommended. So, excuse me, for example, this morning, um, one of the things that I'm trying to obsess about and 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 really fix is like a morning routine. I feel like the most successful people out there have a pretty rigid morning routine that like pr- quote unquote primes them to be in their best condition. So uh this morning Yeah I've, I've heard that I've,
0: too you you heard of Tim Ferris's one?
1: No, what does he do? Uh
0: we talked about this I think about on Brad's episode uh when we interviewed him but he he actually no we didn't talk about his routine but we talked about the podcast. And then I started yeah, yeah. listening to it more and yeah. he does a 30 minute like intense workout in the morning and then does meditation and sauna. So uh, yeah, like immediately when he wakes up. All right. So
1: yeah. So hard to have the, a bad day after that. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah. the biggest, the biggest thing is, is hitting the snooze button. And this is something I slowly oh, eliminated my, from my life. I now, this this the countless, worst. is Countless studies are made uh, about the harms of clicking the snooze button. So now, whenever I wake up, whatever time it is, if I, before I look at the clock, uh, I would just throw myself out of bed and I would just start my day. Because I do remember distinctly multiple times where there was this one incident where I woke up, looked over at the clock, and it said 9.30, and it was like a Saturday. and So like, I slept pretty well. Perfect. Got up, started my day, got a bunch of stuff done, looked at the clock in the living room, I was like, "Oh, it's now seven So the clock was wrong. It wasn't. I didn't actually wake up at nine thirty. I woke up at six thirty. But because I saw nine thirty, my brain was like, "Oh, great! I, you feel good now." And, and you and you and you're sick. So I'm like, "What the heck?" It, there's still you know around an you hour. You would have like
0: you know you you missed out on a good three hours of sleep
1: there. But I felt perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's it's what I mean. Inc- yeah. It's incredible. You're like your brain's and power to
0: convince itself that it's uh, it's totally fine and ready to go.
1: Yeah. So I usually go to sleep with my with the watch on my wrist. But now I I'm taking it off and right when I wake up, throw myself out of bed, brush my teeth, walk around. Like one thing it says is like just walk. Go like walk for like five minutes. Who, who said body. this? Like, this like, is Tony Robbins. Oh, okay. So walk for a bit, and then don't pick up your phone. Just sit on the couch and do nothing. And, and actually, that's kind of fun because there's so many things in your head that, that are popping up. Like, oh, here's what I want, I want to reply to this person and, and ask their advice for this. Oh, I want to maybe get started on this for the day. And then once you got something going on about roughly what your day is going to look like, even though it looked like you made a schedule, you usually want to add some stuff more. Yeah, He says, um, go work out. This is like an optimal. If you're you're in an optimal position in health, work out for an hour. Um, If you can't. After,
0: directly after the walking around?
1: Walking, literally like 15 minutes after you wake up, go work out. Um, It it sets up your body's metabolism for the rest of the day. You feel good. And when you're working out, your brain's also working too. So you're in prime condition to think about like ideas and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And all three of us are in a, a position where we don't have like a morning job or any sort of, commitments that are waiting for us so yeah, this yeah. is like a perfect way like we're literally living like every day is a Saturday and it's it's so sick right yeah Um. so you got nothing going on but you got your mind going so uh, if you can't do 45 minutes do 30 minutes if you can't do 30 minutes do 15 minutes if you don't have 50 minutes you don't have a life it's just like that simple so he says if you if you can't work out go for a jog for those increments if you yeah. can't jog go for a walk so um, it's pretty incredible, and it's not just walking and working out. There's actually an exercise that you're doing in your head while you're doing that. So, practicing gratification is one. Being grateful for what you have, and then the second one is uh, sort of the law of attraction type thing. Imagine a goal that you want to get get to, and then imagine that you hit it, and like feel like what you're feeling. Like you're hugging the people that you hug. You're texting the people you would text. You'll make the post that you would make. And imagine you're there, and then it becomes more familiar because what you're focused on. Uh, he has a saying: "It's like where your focus goes, your energy flows." So, you know, you, you're thinking about this. Uh, he says, like, the brain is, uh, and it, it makes sense. Your brain can't really distinguish too much, like, in an emotional from an emotional context, from something that you're imagining to something that's actually real. So if you're really imagining something, you can get like really sad and stressed while it's, and then if it's happening, you're getting really sad and stressed. Right. So same thing that he's saying. Um, If you really focus on gratification and and envisioning where your goals are, then it's like naturally your brain's like, wants to fill in those missing pieces to make it happen. And then finally just focus on your breathing. Like, you know, uh, he says, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, snipers, they breathe in for I think three seconds. So they hold for eight, and then exhale for seven.
2: Okay. So can I jump in here because this is something that that I maybe don't talk a lot of, a lot about, but breathing in my life is such a game changer. So. How I got introduced to breathing, or for two for two reasons, two things <laughs>
0: uh, made me have to breathe at a much higher level. So, how, sorry, I was just like, like how how do you get introduced to breathing? I'm like, yeah, everybody's introduced to breathing. No, 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 I know, I know, I, know what you mean, I know what you
2: mean. There is so many different levels to breathing. Like yeah, you I know, have, I know. I'm, I'm
0: like, oversimplifying it, but I don't
2: know. No, but uh, I'm break this down so you can really get a good idea of like what I mean by like the difference of actual breathing versus what everyone thinks is breathing. And I encourage everyone, including you, Austin, because you sc- like scoffed at the
0: idea. Well, no, 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 no. I don't want to. You, I don't want you to take that the wrong way. You're just like, and this is how I got introduced to breathing. And I'm like, okay, well, like, that's no, no, funny. no, no but I'm. It's serious, funny that, that you said that. No, go I'm just. I, I know it's serious. School
2: in Canada will have a free class. You go do one, and you will find that everyone who's been doing jujitsu for more than let's say three months won't be tired doing basic things. You're going to be exhausted and it's not even just that you're not in shape it's because you haven't learned how to breathe and anyone who oh, thinks they know wow. how to like, anyone who scoffs the idea of breathing you don't know breathing until you one do jujitsu or something like that Jiu-jitsu specifically that's just that's my world but running so in jujitsu guys who just get started the biggest problem is they one forget to breathe
0: Oh, I forget to breathe all the time. Not breathing
2: properly. So they're just burnt out, like per- like absolutely exhausted. And this is so relevant to everything. So like, imagine, because um, like, what jiu-jitsu is, is basically simulated battle to the death, right? If it wasn't for the fact that, that there was a mutual agreement that as soon as someone taps, either physically, like you tap on the ground, tap on them, or you verbally tap by saying tap, um, you would die. Like that's like, that's what jujitsu is. Like if someone's strangling you, like that's like, if it wasn't for the tap, you'd be dead. So that's a very, your body kind of treats that as a really stressful event. For some reason, the natural reason, most people's kind of natural response to this is to like tense up like crazy. So basically they're using all the muscle energy they possibly can, which just drains them. And they forget about breathing Whereas the actual response of a true, you know, an expert or anyone with even minimal experience will know that you actually want to relax and breathe, be calm, breathe through things. Now you still want to be explosive, but you want to breathe. Mm. And this is just like in business. When you have a client who's yelling in your face, the natural reaction is to tense up and stop breathing.
1: Literally hold your breath.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But now when someone's yelling in my face, I'm no longer stressed because I'm used to a a 200 pound man trying to strangle me to death. So so when a client's yelling at me, I, you know, just breathe in with my nose, Mm. breathe out with my, and then if you, um, I forget the exact number on it, but I'm pretty sure it's eight seconds. But if you take more than eight seconds to breathe in and then more than eight seconds to breathe out, it like activates a certain portion of your body That just instantly, like, it's a good way to go sleep. If you ever want to go to sleep really fast, do like eight second breathe, eight second out. Just do that. Now running. So if you can get disciplined with running. So right now, like I do a 5k every day and I do it on a 14 pace on a treadmill, which I don't know if you guys do treadmill running at all, but, but essentially, yeah, like it's a, it's a really fast 5k, all nose breathing. So you see, you don't
1: exhale through your mouth.
2: No, not at all. All Whoa. nose breathing. So you'll see you'll see most guys at the gym, they're running and they're just like <gasps> right? I'm just in there. Mm. I'm literally sprinting. Breathe in, breathe out.
1: It's not even rapid. So you don't go like no,
2: no, no, no. Breathe. In. Like I'm I'm going full, like not full sprint, but I mean go go to a treadmill, put it on 14, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, hold that for about 30 minutes, only breathing through your nose and not <sighs> What I'm saying.
1: Hmm. Wow. So if you're listening to this, next time you're in the gym, actually challenge yourself with what John said. Try going at 14. You know, my
2: treadmill may be different than mine. Yeah. So yeah. The actual pace is four, is is 417.
1: Yeah, yeah. So go yeah, out there.
0: Kilometers.
1: Try and try this per breathing mile. exercise with your nose, yeah. and then try it without it. And and report back to us. us John didn't run the the four minute mile. It was (laughs)
2: running four minute kilometers. Yeah, Yeah. kilometers. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) when an American sniper is about to take a lethal shot that could be extremely, extremely determinate of the outcome of a certain battle, they inhale for three to four seconds, hold it for eight and then exhale for seven but and they take while a they're, shot during the while they're exhaling they're they're taking that shot well,
0: why so
2: when you watch, that's weird well, no when you're when you like when you're when you're shooting a gun what a like, common misconception is that you like sit there and you pull the trigger that's actually not what you do you breathe in and you breathe out and you get into a breathing rhythm and you actually want to surprise yourself with the trigger so you're just slowly pulling just keeping calm and then, boom it just fires you want to surprise yourself with the shot
1: Oh wow, that that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah,
2: yeah. What's the reason behind that? Because if you pull the trigger, you move. But if you just like you don't you, like you might move after the shot, but you don't want to move before the shot because you'll shoot. Like you know, you you'd imagine you're off. Yeah, aim. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But um, yeah.
2: more people need to be more like snipers when they say anything in their life. Right. So you know, when you're talking with your girlfriend and she's doing something that's that, that normally frustrates you. Shoot! Right.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my in, god!
0: Right no, I get, in, the, I get the metaphor there, but say I think The right
2: that's, thing, that's right? Funny. When a client is getting mad at you, breathe in, breathe out, say the right thing, right? And it's, it's that—it's that breathing and yeah. you get unconscious because everyone says, "Oh, of course I breathe." know this do is something that actually requires proper breathing, and you'll find out really quickly that you don't know anything about breathing. So, no, I mean, I totally agree with the breathing thing, and Man. so many it, people are going to completely sleep on this portion of the the podcast saying, oh, it's breathing. Man, if you get your breathing right, that will give you such an advantage over anyone else in your field. It's crazy.
1: If you feel like your life is out of control, start by controlling your breath. That's it. Just start by controlling your breath. Because fact of the matter is, you feel that your life is out of control because you're just reacting to things. Mm. When you start acting... even before
2: you uh, get control of your breath, just become aware of your breath.
1: Great. Even, even a step before yeah, that. Yeah, Cause
2: there's, yeah. there's a difference between, cause like getting control of your breath is actually quite difficult, but even just becoming aware of the fact that you're not actually breathing or breathing efficiently.
1: Yeah. Okay. No, it's,
0: yeah. Well, that's funny. You guys bring that up. Cause recently I've been really uh, struggling with both those things, which are s- snooze buttons and probably very likely in something I'm unaware of is, is the breathing aspect of it. And, uh, I've been starting to do, uh, like I've told you about this a few times, John, but I've been starting to train uh, Muay Thai three times a week and, uh, I can see myself getting better. Uh, but I recently realized this week that I, I I was actually less tired and, and less like I, I sweat, I, I sweat less. So I, I felt like it was due to like, just like breathing or, well, I originally thought it was just like, Hey, maybe I'm getting used to this, but it very likely could have just been like the breath or, or breathing patterns that were maybe getting a bit better. Cause yeah, that's very true. I mean, the science behind that is that you know the more breaths you're taking the more sustainable breaths you're taking the higher oxygen content you're going to have and the higher you're able to think and exert yourself so
1: yeah i just want to go back again to what john said some people might actually sleep on this entire episode like oh they're talking about movements and breathing
0: and sleep and i just
1: want to go out there and, and, and make money and make history well i'm inviting you to think in a this might be an interesting metaphor when you start a new video game, what's the first thing you do? You customize your character. You, you, put, you slide the sliders for like how you look, how you feel, uh, different skill traits, intelligence levels, uh, different sliders. If you play NBA 2K, what separates a great player from another is these small little increments. So if you want to go out there and create history where people are writing books on you and you're starting all these businesses, there's only one you, and that's the one variable that's going to be consistent in these stories and businesses and the money and whatever you want to do. Like, if you want to get a Lamborghini, you're the one who's doing the getting of such a car. So it should start in your eye. Like, who? What is your body and what's its capabilities? Because what separates, if we're talking about, for example, like, a business, what separates you from the competitor is the ability for you to spend an extra half an hour to an hour on marketing and spending the extra half an hour to an hour on marketing, for example, will be determined on how you feel like, oh man, I'm, I'm tired. I worked out this morning, not feeling good. I just want to go back. That's a lack of energy and energy is the bottom line, but you can really quote unquote hack energy from your body essentially Uh, don't be the
2: bitch of your own brain
1: or your body too i mean it it goes it goes both ways so
2: like like, uh, if you can just like describe like what you would imagine like the average person just kind of does like uh like their routine like so they get up in the morning they do blank they do blank they do blank okay
1: I don't know. If you want, we I can phone a friend and an have, have a have a viewer called in live. But you know what mean, like, I mean. Like I what... would imagine, like the average
2: person, even like whoever's listening to this podcast, right? Most yeah. people, I would say, do something similar. Like you know, some variation of this. Okay, they get up in the morning. You know, they hit the snooze button. You know, they basically sleep. You know, for the most amount of time they possibly can, but in the most inefficient way because like they're not really sleeping. They're sort of like going in and out of
1: like. Kind yeah. of-
2: like dream state, they finally get up,
1: and then they're you know, groggy because you have to be groggy on the morning. It's weird yeah, but, if you're not groggy. You have to complain. So
2: scramble to to get some sort of breakfast going. Um, you know, you have to turn on breakfast. the
1: news. You need to see who got murdered or run over last night, and sure, like yeah, what Trump didn't didn't do. So your body you feels know, like shit, it. and now your brain's feeling like shit. And then, oh wait, you can't have energy unless you drink this liquid. So you pour yourself a nice cup Mm -hmm. of coffee that you'll always go back to. And then then you're kind of late. So now you're angry. So you open the door and then get in your car. Then you forgot you filled up gas. So you're now even more upset. So all of that just actually snowballs from the moment you hit the snooze button. You're driving to work. Dude, it, it keeps going on. It's like, you know, you wake up from a like you sleep in a box you wake up from a box you hit a button on a box then you sit on a box you watch a box then you get in your box car after you ate from your box cereal you get to your box building you go in your box office you waste time on your box phone and do work on a box computer and then if you're lucky you go back home and you pull out a cylinder and drink beer like well, this is the life. We, 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 we. <laughs> we are, for
0: some reason describing the shapes is but so instead, entertaining.
1: Consider the lifestyle difference
2: though between so like that person's performance level, okay, yeah. compared to someone who gets up at you know let's say six a.m. Okay, you know has some fresh fruit and like a you know a healthy smoothie first thing in the morning. You know doesn't
0: look at the, well. First of all, doesn't look at their phone. Doesn't have the snooze. Oh yeah, gun. gets up. Yeah,
2: takes a shower. Right, takes a shower right away. A cold shower. Maybe does some stretching. Goes down to a local coffee shop on the way to work. You know, reads for an hour. Does twenty-minute meditation. Gets to the Mm. office. Works for three and a half hours. Goes to the gym for an hour. Goes back to the afternoon. You know, gets some more productive work done. They go home. They read. Maybe even go for a run if they didn't do cardio during the gym because you know it's midday. Um, You know, spend some time with their girlfriend. You know, cook their own meal. It's nice and healthy, and then you know do some do some further you know maybe you know depending on what your side hustle is maybe you want to do some um, uh, you know real estate analysis maybe you want to do some online marketing whatever Mm -hmm. you're doing in the afternoon or in the evening doing some more reading getting that that evening meditation in and then you know going to bed early and repeating who's going to perform at a higher level I mean of
1: course even if they both performed at the same level let's make the argument that both of these people that we've just described are billionaires and are recognized in their industry. One of them, however, is going home and feeling not fulfilled, tired, sad, maybe like angry and something.
2: Well, potentially. Yeah. Or, or more so,
1: irritable, at least. So, you know, you got a happy billionaire and then an irritable billionaire, not happy billionaire. Like, yeah. what? That's such a wasted life. Yeah, That's where that, like the philosophy comes in. It, it just doesn't make any sense to I me. I
0: think the common theme here though is for somebody listening, it's just like, you know, all of these things kind of seem like they're not ideal for somebody to do. And I kind of chimed in saying like, oh, I, I, I struggled with hitting this snooze button for some reason, ever since my business wound down, I've become more vulnerable to the snooze button to the point where now, like I have like, bets with my girlfriend about it you know which is funny but like (laughs) that's a way of trying to keep myself accountable kind of plays into our accountability bets and we're more accountable to other people um but accountable
2: to your future self
0: yeah exactly that's the whole idea is that you shouldn't have to have we talk. i think we spoke about this before maybe but like you know the idea that we're more accountable to other people than we are to ourselves
1: yeah we talked about this when the phone usage episode
0: yeah like isn't necessarily um a good thing, but you can try to maybe play to that characteristic early on just to get going on it. But anyway, my point was that all of these things that we're describing, right? Like I can totally see how those two people that you described, I would say I identify about 75% with the person that does things in the most um, efficient way in terms of doing things that really benefit themselves for their life. Uh, they operate at a very high level and they're doing things that are strictly allowing them like to facilitate the transition to the next thing and do it like really, really efficiently. And I probably identify 25% with that underperforming groggy person uh, where I struggle to get some, get ahead in that area or uh, with the snooze button or what whatever it is. And I'm not, you know, like it's, you know, this was the whole purpose of these calls, right? Is to kind of talk about, okay, what are you doing in your life that's going to help me and how can we share that with each other? So, you know, that's so interesting. What I'm does- really, I'm really interested by this breathing thing because I want to be able to at least start to focus on that because I'm very unaware of that. Uh, and I don't know if I have good or bad breathing. I'd say if I haven't focused on it, I probably have bad breathing. But um, what I was, where I was going with this is just that to a lot of people who maybe don't do many of those things that the person, a, the, really efficient person does and does more of the things that person B does like the not so efficient things um all those things that person A does probably seem like just things that are annoying and are are, are going to take a lot more effort they're going to change a massive overhaul in the person you are the type of routine you have and there's a certain thing that happens when you start to do things that you find hard and difficult and sometimes painful over and over again voluntarily right like Going to like, John, I'm assuming that the first time that you ran for, like, you know, you said you used to be a pack a day smoker. So whatever put fire under your ass to stop that and start running the first run probably kind of sucked. Yeah, man. My, the first run that I went
2: on, uh, I think, I think the total distance was maybe a kilometer. And I was absolutely gassed. Like you would, I, I, I might've even thrown up.
0: Yeah. So like, but there's something about the fact that you kept doing it, which turns something that you, well, it's quite possible for you knowing you that maybe you enjoyed that difficulty. Some, some side of you is like, no, no. Okay. Okay. So then, yeah. So you're human. (laughs) Uh, You didn't like it, but something about it wanted you like, something about you wanted to keep doing something that was hard and, and then it led to something that you started to get a little bit less bad at, which then it slowly becomes something that isn't something you hate and something you like. And can I make a small distinction there though, that I think is
2: really, really important that that people accept is that in order to actually constantly improve. And I think Amber is going to really like this. My philosophy on this is that I'm not seeking for things to be easy. So it's like a lot of times people think, oh, like, is it, so it's hard at first. No, dude, the way you improves, you always make it hard. Like when I'm at the, when I'm at the, like on a treadmill, dude, I could put it on eight speed and I could do that for four hours. I did that. I ran a marathon and it, you know, it's, it's reasonably hard, but it's totally doable, but I'm not, I'm putting it on 14 speed. I'm sprinting. Like most people that are at the gym are looking at me like, "What the fuck is that guy doing?" Like, because I'm like, <laughs> you know, just like sprinting. Like most people could not maintain this pace for like quite literally a minute. The average person could not maintain this pace for a minute.
0: And you and do I'm it just for like, twenty, you're right? Yeah. For me, twenty minutes approximately for five k for 20, 45, like just over twenty minutes.
2: Well, I, I hold it for thirty minutes. It's it's it's, it's more than a okay. 5K. So it's more than five k. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hold it for nice. thirty minutes. Okay. But my point being though, is that like, that's not easy. Like, and now, now when 14 becomes too easy, I might put a little incline on it. Right. And then, or maybe, you know, cause I only have 30 minutes for cardio, right? Like, you know, if I had if I had two hours for cardio, I could make it harder, but like I, I'm restricted to 30 minutes. Yeah. So what yeah. am I going to do? Right. But think about this, when you go to the gym, you don't lift 20 pounds every time you go. No, you go 20, then 25. And then 30, you know, you build, yeah. So what you do, so people say, oh, it's hard at first. Well, yeah, it's it's hard to build the habit. But once you build the habit, you seek even more, right? Like yeah. Yeah. pushing, right? You When you read um, like an easy business book, maybe you read a harder business book, right? Yeah. So but here's some takeaways. I want to just jump in ever. here
1: because we, we talked about this. Here's some practical stuff. So if you're listening to this, pull out your phone, open the Notes app. Uh, Austin, even for yourself here's a simple breathing exercise you can do. Mm. Um, you can do this in the car. You can do this anywhere, wherever your nose, if the no, if your nose is with you, you can do it. So breathe in through your nose four times like and then exhale, same pattern. That's what I recommend as a breathing, uh, little starter breathing exercise. John hit him with a simple breathing exercise, go.
2: Honestly, this isn't even simple. Like, cause I don't know a simple breathing exercise, but think what this, <laughs> my challenge for everyone in this pod uh, that's listening to this podcast, and this may seem so ridiculous, try and focus very, very intently on your breath for 15 seconds. And you're, you're thinking, oh, that's impossible, but no, try and actually only focus on your breath without getting at all sidetracked for 15 solid seconds. My bet is you can't fucking do it. Now, if you can,
0: (laughs) if you okay, let's challenge, I'm going to challenge myself to do that right now.
1: Yeah. That's what I just tried it. It's okay. It's kind of hard, but like, I almost almost choked. So is this, (laughs) this is probably with like distraction, right?
0: uh no no like you can do this anywhere okay so like this is going to be the the harder i bet for this is going to be the world's worst podcast for the next 15 seconds no no let's just be quiet you can mute us austin i'll because the
1: second practical piece the second practical piece i want because we talked about um uh breathing um was oh how to how to change sort of your physiology like this so there's an article that was released uh, that talks about like, uh, you, know, neuroscience. Uh, it says this one thing that, if you did, uh, would make you just as happy as eating 2,000 chocolate bars and also give you the same neurological boost as receiving 25,000 dollars. Can you guess what this is?
0: There's one th- one event that would take place?
1: One thing. This one thing that if you did...
2: Meditating twice a day for 10 minutes.
1: It's easier than that, man. It's easier than that. Brushing your teeth. It's going to sound so... It's smiling. It's so easy. It's been proven. They've done countless studies. Okay, so You've heard this on Oprah. You've heard this on the doctors. You've heard this on Dr. Phil. You read it in 500 books. And here again, we're going to say it on this op- uh, this podcast. Some of you guys don't goddamn listen. I want you, Austin, John, right with me, okay? We're going to do this together. <laughs> what I want you to do is stand up, okay? Just stand up. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're I got do a, a situation
2: little... going on my lap right now. That's so fine. That's fine.
1: Lap, yeah. Austin, stand up. If you're listening to this, you better stand up or I swear to God.
0: Like pull over in your car and stand up.
1: Pull over. Okay, now Austin. <laughs> yeah. Pull, bu- open up your legs. So spread your spread your legs like as if you're in a power pose. Yeah. And then I you can put the mic down. Okay. Just follow follow my little guidance here. Okay. Put both hands on your hips like a Wonder Woman pose. Look up, and then smile.
0: <laughs> I feel like a psychopath, but.
1: So I I used to
2: do this, funny enough. I used to do this uh, when I was in uni- university, and I had to do public speaking. I used to do power posing. I used to like lift my hands up, like as if I was running across a finish line. Like I used to just get all jacked up. Yeah, place.
1: Austin, how do you feel? How do you feel?
0: It's it's kind of strange, but I
1: feel like there's definitely like a
0: like a observation effect here. But it's it's pretty. No, no. Answer my question.
1: How do you feel?
0: I mean, I feel better.
1: Yeah, like I mean, but that's like it, It's, to ca- it's like kind of twenty seconds ago.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of biased the way it's being presented because it's for the effect of this. But like, I no, can no, see I'm how... actually being
1: honest. I want you to <laughs> be honest.
0: But but hold on, Amber. One thing that I mentioned to yeah. you this though is that, um,
2: like Drake music, for example, I I disagree with Drake. Listen to Drake because I think that it gives you artificial sort of bravado. Okay, now power posing is a, is a technique, okay, fine. But if you're constantly like driving around, having to rely on power posing, I think that there might be something there,
1: right? I, I would disagree because I think uh, it starts by breaking a pattern. Have you ever seen people who just never smile? They're just yes. like- just No, like... I, I know. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the, what I'm trying to make here, yes, John, it's not authentic. It's not like coming from the inside but we're human beings yeah. our brain is not designed to make us happy our brain is designed to just let us survive so for that you know you we all get into certain patterns like you're around some certain person who's telling you a tough story and it's like the same guy complaining about the same thing you're going to be like ah you get sad these sort of techniques that you can look up and they exist out there. They're just supposed to break your pattern. This is a lot of what you know. Tony Robbins preaches over and over and over again, and it makes a lot of sense to me. Even though this bravado is being created falsely through listening to Drake music, if it snaps a person out of a depressive state, gets them off your but, off their but, seat but, and Amber, do something. That's why
2: I disagree with you though. Is because you're you're actually you're you're. I mean, okay, don't get it wrong. Like if you're in a uh um like a bad state. And you want to break into a good state? Okay, maybe there's something there, but I would, agree, but I would argue that just by simply becoming aware that you are in a bad state will do will will do you just fine. Like you don't need to go from being a uh, like a drone of like a slave to your bad state. To what are you then talking about, man?
1: Yeah, you have you ever jumped in an elevator in the morning? It's like ah, oh, the weather's out there, man. It sucks. I hate Monday. They're all aware that they're in pain. They're yeah. all acknowledging that they're sad and miserable. Yeah. Is that going to break their state? Nah, man, it's not going to do it for them. Well,
2: no, 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 no. The, uh, it's not just merely, ex- like, acknowledging it's, like, saying, okay, yeah. Like, but, like, like, so if I'm, if I'm in an elevator, okay, and, 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 and there's something that's, like, bugging me, I can be like, huh, interesting. Like, I, I'm not, like, in a positive mood right now. I wonder why that may be. What, oh, what's going on John. in my life right now that I may not have a – like right. this is just this is sick. the reason why I prefer the rationale approach like yeah. rationality is because like I think that by going to um, just an emotional state of of like artificial happiness, which to put in quotations, you're still relying on emotion, and I think yeah. that emotion. But is-
1: John, I would have to add that what you're describing is yeah. such an expert level technique. You need to have done some crazy amounts of self reflection for you to often, to often, like to do it in an authentic way where you're able to audit yourself on the spot like that. Dude, that is really hard. And unless you meditate on a daily basis like you do, I think most people do not tap into that skill set. Ida can't tap into that skill set. You know why? Because sometimes I I don't know I'm in a bad state. But we need to work towards that. Oh, yeah, 100%. But it starts with these small things that. They're actually manageable. Like, yeah, I'm, i
2: i guess maybe I'm, I'm not trying to be opposed to you. I'm just saying, no, 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 no,
1: no, no. I know. I, like,
2: if, if someone, like, is wanting to break their state, okay, fine. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, um, like, it's, it's, it's a good technique. Like, if someone's yelling at you, you know, and you, and you you're not necessarily able to break your state and just smile in their face because, like, you may, that may actually be bad. Right. Mm. What you could also do, though, is just engage in the rationality and say, okay, well, hold on. Like, this individual is clearly mad at me. But him and I, are we actually opposed to one another here? Like he, he obviously seems to think that we're opposed because he's yelling at me. What is it that he's trying to achieve right now? Let me just listen for a second. Right. Whereas the emotional approach is instantly to go on your side, start playing through how this guy's being an asshole and then run the tape on what do we do when someone's an asshole? Oh, we tell them they're an asshole, right? And you go through this whole thing and then mm-hmm. nothing gets done. Yeah. You actually do get opposed to them. You, you instantly dive into an us versus them. That's I would say I do
0: that much more frequently. Yeah, I, I, I agree yeah. with John. Like I I, I self-reflect that nas- rationale approach of emotion a lot. Like, you know, I'm in this, like for example, I was writing uh, a massive paper that I have due uh, in a few, like a week or so, and it was just not going well. And I was just like getting pissed with myself cause it wasn't flowing as well as I want to And I just got really pissed. Like I was, like, this sucks because like this is due and I have to work on it now. And this is the time I gave to myself and I'm just not in the right place. And it was just like a self-fulfilling thing. And I'm just like getting upset quite literally over nothing. And I just was like, man, this is the most ridiculous thing um, because I'm totally doing this to myself. And so I just started to think to myself, like, okay, what would I, you know, I'm literally telling myself that I suck at doing this, which is making me not do this well. And I just caught myself doing it, thought about why I was doing it. And kind of sounds a little bit, I don't know, weird, uh, but literally thinking yourself out of the corner, right? That you're, that you put yourself in.
2: Can can I, can I say, can I add one more thing to this as well? Yeah. Okay. So Amher. Yeah. Work with me a little bit here. okay? Okay. Okay. Close your eyes. Cool. Okay. So do your breathing thing or whatever, like, you know, kind of get yourself a little bit, a little relaxed. Okay. Now think of, something in the last week that didn't go your way, right? Bring it up, try and make it as vivid as possible. And just simply reflect on how it didn't go your way and how potentially, you know, what could have happened, you know, how could it have gone your way? Okay. Now take another event that happened this week and reflect on how it went well. how you're just grateful for the fact that that event went exactly the way it did okay now just listen to the sounds in the room that you're in maybe there's a buzzing maybe there's a ringing maybe you don't hear anything because you have headphones on but i'm sure that if you think just focus a little bit there'll be something there there'll be some sort of noise okay okay Now think about your breathing for just a brief moment. Maybe you feel it in your nose. Maybe you feel it in your throat. Maybe you feel it in your chest. Okay, so what I'd argue to you is that nothing has changed during this entire time that I've been talking. All of this has been available to you. Everything that's been, that you could hear, you're hearing. Everything that you've, you know, like right now your eyes are closed you have a visual field look into your visual field right now that has been available to you this entire time right so when someone says to me oh like i'm upset to me that's just they're focusing on one mere aspect of their consciousness it's like you also are hearing things you're also seeing things you also have access to the positive things you also have access to the negative things you can focus on your breathing right Anytime someone says to me, well, you know, um, you know, why don't you ever get bored? Because I always have access to my breathing, right? I always have access to the sound of whatever's in the room. So, I mean, Amber, you can open up your eyes now, but, but my point being is that anytime someone tells me, oh, I, like, you know, you sure, sure. You can smile, but but you can still be rational and you use the gimmicks, right? Like don't get me wrong. Like I actually do this one, one of the forms of meditation that I, that I do quite often is called Metta. And what I do is I, I actually sometimes think of you guys actually, and i and I'll, I'll simply think of, of uh let say Austin and I'll just wish well upon him. And mm-hmm. I'll just, you know, say, well, you know, Austin, I hope that you have no stress today. Mm-hmm. I hope Austin, that everything that you want in your life, Will be achieved, and I just say these things, and it makes me feel good. Yeah. But beyond actually just like putting me into a good state, but I'm also becoming aware that that's a state that I have access to basically anytime I want. Like the when, yeah, let's say I'm in a fight with my girlfriend. Okay, I could just as easily close my eyes, focus on my breathing, and wish well upon her. Mm-hmm. And I could do that with any one and you always have access to that and it's like the biggest life hack and it, it, there's no there's no need to um indulge in emotion during any of that you can actually just fully rationalize that because that's consciousness like there, it, the entire time I've, I've still been talking to you guys you could still be hearing things my voice is merely just another aspect of mm-hmm. this matter of fact you may right now be thinking of what you want to say next rather than actually listening to me mm-hmm. water, right i don't know
1: yeah no, I, I was totally listening, and I just wanted to add uh, the thing, the exercise you said where you imagine wishing well upon somebody else, uh, we did in the, in Tony Robbins. It's the, amazing. The exact it's same amazing. exercise, and it's one of the that, most powerful.
2: I'll think of uh, Julie, who serves me coffee every morning at Starbucks. I'll think, you know what? I want her to just be well. right? Yeah. It's crazy. And it just makes you feel good. It makes you feel good thinking good. Now, the funny thing about this, though, that just to show like how narcissistic we really are. Tomorrow morning, I challenge again everyone to try and do this for even a minute. You know what will happen? Thirty seconds in, you'll start thinking about all your own problems, or mm-hmm. you'll you'll start thinking about um, something else in your life. But no worries. Don't you know? Don't get stressed. Don't you know? Oh my God, you're a failure. No, no, no just bring it back. Right. Like, mm-hmm. matter of fact if you're just starting out with any of these things, you're probably just going to suck like right off it. Like you're going to be like every seven seconds, you're going to be completely out of the loop. Mm. Right. But just the same way that like Amber, when you first started knocking on doors, it's it's like remembering your pitch. That was like the most difficult thing ever. You're like stumbling on like three year warranty, uh, $5 million in, in, Mm. uh, you know, like you don't even know. Yeah. Whereas now, like, I could wake you up in the middle of the night and hold a gun to your head, and you'd still say your pitch
0: flawlessly.
1: <laughs> True. Yeah. Repetition is key, um, in in anything. But
0: well, wow, man. know I, mean, I just wanted to say, John, that was uh, that was great. I actually, you know, you're doing that exercise with Amir, but I did it as well. I do that every uh, day for
2: 20 minutes every
0: morning. So that's what you do when you wake up. Yeah. I, I, every single morning without exception. So describe I, your like alarm going off to like the first 30 minutes of your day. Alarm goes off instantly. The thoughts that
2: rush my head are John, don't be weak. John, don't be weak. Get in, you know, don't hit that snooze button. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, like John be strong. Like, you know, like, like I instantly, Yeah, but how many
1: years have you done that?
2: Uh, no, like this is like two months.
1: Two, two months. Wow. So, the I mean, cool. six AM
2: thing. Phases. I go through phases. Like
1: no, no, no. I'm saying that that voice jumps in. Don't be weak. Don't be weak. Like how? Oh no,
2: that's been going for a while. Yeah. I, I, so sometimes I am weak though.
1: No, no, I know. But that <laughs> incantation is pretty well, powerful. Um,
2: you know, I, a couple uh, maybe two years ago, I read this um, this line uh, actually from Marcus who releases Meditations, which is like a, one of the Stoic texts, and it's it's one of my favorite lines and. It it basically just says like it actually talks exactly about this Marcus Aurelius Roman emperor just like him most powerful man in the world at his time at least he also struggled with getting out of the sheets and essentially he said to himself you know it, it, you have to remind yourself that as a man you have a duty to accomplish each day right you got to get up and do man's work right you have you have people yeah who you said this man's you. work
0: thing before you have man. big yeah, goals
2: right you got to go do these things right people relying upon you. And staying in the warmth of your sheets is not the best that life can offer, right? That's just, that's merely just indulging in temptation and weakness, right? When you get out of bed, you gotta get going. Now, I mean, there's tactics to this. Like yeah. I, um, you know, I put my phone outside of my room. So when Same. my alarm goes off, I have to walk out of my room. And then from there, I go straight to the shower. Once I'm in the shower, I know that I'm not going back to bed. Cause like that water comes on. You're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just head down to, I head down to Starbucks. I usually read for two hours and then I,
0: but the meditation you do before you leave 20 minutes.
2: Oh, I meditate in Starbucks. Dude, straight up, man. Everyone probably thinks I'm the biggest weirdo. 830 AM. I'm sitting there for 20 minutes. Just solid.
1: Somebody listening can be like great John, but, tell me when you were running a business and making all this money how what were you doing? Yeah,
2: every morning without exception. Not at the Starbucks though. Uh not no not always. Um I actually most of the time that I meditated was at this park um in the Mission. I used to like cuz like what's at like I mean heck I've meditated right like right outside a client's house before an estimate. Mm. Like straight up man like like it, it, yeah. Like even when I'm in Starbucks, sometimes someone who knows me, like will like sit down and like, they're like, they, they'll watch me. And like, and like, when I come to you, like I'll open up my eyes and they're sitting in front of me. I'm like, Oh yeah, what's going on? You know? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then do they, are they just like, yo, what are you, or they've already asked you what you do and, and they're no, they're no, one of the clients this
2: year who, who got me about $50,000 in work, he was sitting in front of me and I opened up my eyes and you know, like, I'm in such just a heightened a state where I'm just so good. And I'm like, Bob, how are you doing? Right? Like like I literally just like, like watched <laughs> I sensed his presence. Like I didn't know it was Bob, but I knew someone was like in front of me staring at me. Like uh, when you start getting like really like when you just when you just leave your mind absolutely blank and someone sits in a chair in front of you, you can almost see it's crazy. And you know uh,
1: you know what you said about being in a peak state? Again, this has been talked about for I think Half of an entire day at the Tony Robbins event. Oh, so man. A lot oh, of what, God. by the way, if you're listening to this, a lot of what John is saying, Tony is saying, why Why are they saying the same thing? Even though, you know, John's never been at a Tony Robbins event. Because it's science. Because it works. There's only mm. so many things that successful people do. This is one well, of
2: them. so Well, this so is, this is one of the points that I was going to say earlier to Austin. It was that... Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, uh, basically like you're like three habits, maybe four habits away from just living like a way better life. Oh, dang. like think about this. Just like, like seriously, it's four each brother. Imagine if you just like went to bed before 10, like, I mean, actually asleep before 10. Right. Okay. Imagine you woke up every morning and did, you know, just some sort of routine um something to do with exercise I, I actually don't exercise in the morning so like just a heads up i exercise right midday and my girlfriend's on board with this the reason why is i'm someone who when i wake up i actually have quite a bit of energy um but like midday i start falling off so if i go for like a run and get into that like that runner's high and get like that nice good pump in man i'm just lying through that afternoon like i'm still pretty fired up right now like i was at the gym like Right. So normal. That's why I'm a little bit more energetic on this yeah. one, maybe. Beautiful. But um, yeah, so like Matt, so get your sleep. So, you know, go to sleep good, wake up good, like sleep pattern, right? Some sort of exercise. So I run a 5k daily and do, you know, whether it's legs or you know, upper body. I do that every day without exception. If you don't believe me, go to the Y in Kelowna and you'll see me every day. Kelowna. Um, in Starbucks too, man. It's the Starbucks, every single morning, six thirty. You'll see me there. So anytime it's like accountability thing, right? So reading though. So sleep, exercise, reading. And then the fourth one, if you have sex daily, so get yourself a girlfriend or something like that, dude, you're sad.
1: Damn. Oh, here's a question. What if you don't have a girlfriend? Um, uh, but if somebody's listening like, oh, can that be achieved through other ways other than sex? What would you say okay. to them?
0: Um Asking for a friend, eh? No, 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 no. Yeah, it's actually.
2: <laughs> My no, uh, like, is- <laughs>
0: well, mom's going to be listening to this, man. Yeah, no, this is what I'm just wrong with this guy. Another no, habit no, is- I, I assume this is a good friend of yours.
2: Uh, yes. E- e- eating well. And when I say eating well, I oh, typically mean something at home. Here's a challenge, actually, for groceries, okay? My girlfriend and I participate in this about 95%, let's say, because, you know, during lunch, we like to have some things that are a little bit more easier to make, but try and buy your next month's groceries. Well, even just next week's groceries without stepping into a single aisle. And yeah,
0: you make- I've, I've, I've heard of that too. Yeah. So you only, my girlfriend
2: and I only shop, you know, like, you know, like when you first, every grocery store is basically the same. You know, when you walk yeah. in and there's the right side or the left side and it's all just produce
0: yeah.
2: and whatever. Yeah. And then you walk around the side and it's mainly meat. And then you come around the side and it's dairy. Every, yeah. every grocery store says. You know like,
0: why that is? I want to oh, talk about why
2: that is after.
1: I want to talk about
2: why that is after. My girlfriend and I don't go into aisles. Like, I mean, obviously there might be some like um, things you have to get. Like if I want to like get- chicken like, broth. Um, chicken broth, I have to go in an aisle. So, I mean, like give or take on some things. But, you know, you you'll know what's healthy, what's not healthy. But try and do your next grocery purchases without stepping into a single aisle.
0: Yeah, that's
1: crazy. Because all
2: you need is on the outside. Truck. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. salmon meat, dairy. You know. Oh
1: no. Nothing in aisles. Also, the grocery I only stores... go to the aisles. Because uh, <laughs> that's no, where grocery... the gushers are. No, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Everyone else is in the
0: aisles,
1: right? So, yeah. Bro, I need my gushers, man.
0: <laughs> Yo, I, I, I could have. Yo, know, if somebody would have said before this podcast, is Amir that gusher kid in elementary school that always had like two packs of gushers? Oh. And, like, he would pop. always be, like, flaunting them to his friends. This is this guy. It, Amber, oh. you are that guy. Oh. Okay, anyway. Yeah, he was that kid with a ring pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you want some, dude? Psych. <laughs>
0: okay, no. The way grocery stores are designed that way is that typically um, it, it's – Well, the way they're designed, like, you know, like you said, John, you walk in, it's usually fruit vegetables. And then if you go to the back, it's like meat dairy. And as you wake your way around the back, it's like bread. And then it goes into usually frozen areas. But if you notice the, all the unhealthy stuff is usually situated, uh, like chips, soda, ice cream, all the stuff that people kind of want to, like they're tempted with, it's all in the back half of your experience in the store. And the reason for that is, uh, there's actually research done on this. Um, about people's, um, depletion and essentially the depletion for, um, impulsivity. Uh, and so Mm. the whole time, the whole time you're going through the store, you're immediately primed with the healthy stuff. And usually people are, are trying, like, there's obviously some exceptions of some people that like maybe just work out a ton and don't care what they eat. I don't know, like whatever, but the vast majority of people, uh, really try to, you know, they know what's healthy and what's not. And so the people that are trying to eat healthy, they go in, they're prompted with the healthy stuff. They pick up with that stuff. And then, you know, they say no to the uh, to the bread or the, you know, the donuts that are in the bakery. And then they go, okay, I didn't take that. And then they go, and then they say no to the soda. And they're like, okay, no. And I walked past the chips, said no to that. Okay, good. Then you get to the ice cream. You're like, no. And then you get to that. And then that's why there's all these sweet sodas and stuff at the checkout, right? It's like, oh, just quickly, you know, it doesn't really count. I'll just throw it in. And you've already said no to the previous nine things in your head. And it, and if you think about it, like with every question, you know, the average person might just. It, the willpower yep, slowly
1: yep. drops. Yeah. Cause, and then cause you get to the counter and you see the white Kit Kat. And yeah, I, I oh, have to go for
0: the white, yeah, the white cat, No, the white Reese's cup. That's another thing here as well that, that you guys might be
2: blown away by that I think was potentially one of the biggest game changers. So, for just about two years now, and the reason why I know just about two is because my girlfriend and I are coming up on our two year anniversary here pretty quick. And since dating my girlfriend, I have not had absolutely zero pop. The only thing I've had that's carbonated is water. I like from Starbucks they have uh Yeah, sure. That's sparkling. Sorry. Sparkling water just carbonated water. I have yeah. yeah. awesome um, had zero carbonated drinks other than carbonated water. Okay. So no pop. And I have not eaten at a fast food restaurant in almost two years.
0: Wow, no Yo, no that t- is actually impressive. The second no t- thing t- is more no important. is more Hortons.
2: His Tim Hortons is fast food. Started to break it too. Coffee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I
0: Starbucks, baby. All about that Starbucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hold on. Jesus. So I wanted
0: to note, Amir, Amir, you don't drink coffee, do you?
1: No. No coffee. No alcohol. No. No drugs. John, you're no alcohol. No cigarettes. Uh, no, nothing. I drink wine. Okay,
0: so uh, wine and coffee. Right? You drink coffee every day at Starbucks.
2: Uh, I drink uh, yes, but but I also get a ten ounce coffee. Just throw that out there. So that, is that the smallest one? It's uh, ten ounces.
0: <laughs> what does that well, mean?
2: Okay, but is that know. the is that like coffee. the okay every morning? I say I want ten ounces of coffee. Okay. And I, so I, I also don't put cream. <laughs> in coffee.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I drink coffee black as well. I,
2: yeah, I, no, but no, I know I even go hard. I even go a little bit harder. I I, I fill it up with water, hot water, but about a third a half of hot water
1: nice that's disgusting
2: yo
0: have you have you guys ever tried butter coffee do the best the best coffee is gas
2: station coffee why dude if you can find a gas station in the middle of like nowhere like literally like 200 miles from any city it says they the starbucks coffee, guy and they have some weird coffee thing where you just you know you click a tab and it just comes down <laughs> that's the best coffee ever
0: why why
2: is that why no like,
0: it's the i don't same know thing. why man i like no. I love- uh Coffee. how is oh, the guy that goes to starbucks every day saying that I no, like, i'll I tell like, you I'm i'll sure. tell
1: you why it's the same <laughs> way it's when you're on an airplane thirty thousand feet up in the air and then you do that you know the tomato juice just tastes so well because your taste buds uh, are effed <laughs> up john's on the road he's been vibrating for like two hours anything yeah, that enters his mouth yeah. is just gonna you know, taste amazing so i don't think it has anything to do with a gas station coffee gas station coffee but point being though if you cut out soda and
2: fast food. Think
1: about how much that would change your life. And See, so to me, for me, the, the first thing that goes in my head is like, I'll be very bored. Yeah. No. So
0: here, here's the thing, no, okay, please. John. Here's here's the thing. I, for my whole life, have
1: had a
0: terrible relationship with food. Okay. I mean, I mean a terrible relationship with food. I what mean, like, oh man, haven't we talked about this? No. Yeah, he did. He did. I used to weigh two hundred and fifty pounds. What? Yo, you didn't know this? I swear to God, we spoke about this. Dude, you act as if this is something that I was supposed to know. Like, Yo, I swear to like God. To-
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's so awesome. thick, bro. Yo,
0: okay, so I'm going to send you a photo. Actually, when this releases, we're going to have to post a photo, I think. Yeah, yes. in, this,
2: in this description, have okay, a I was
0: Okay, I, I weighed the same as I do right now in grade eight. What? Whoa. Yeah, like I, was the, like I was fat. Like I was a
1: big kid. Okay. So, so did you, did you meet Miranda when you were fat?
0: So Miranda and I grew up together. We went to elementary school together from the time Ooh. we were like she, kids
1: she just had a long-term investment, man. She
2: bought that shit really low. No, yeah. no, 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 oh, no. We didn't start dating until I lost all the weight. So this is oh, the joke. Okay. Yeah, this is the joke. So she had, um, she had a stock option. She didn't purchase. Okay.
0: Exactly. Yeah. She had like a weight, she had a discounted price and she waited until it went up to full price. So yeah, God, terrible decision. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, so, um, Uh, I've, I've, I've always struggled with weight. I've always struggled with food. I've always struggled with my relationship with food. I, if looking back on it, I think that, you know, my parents, my, both sides of my family, uh, well, mainly just one side actually, is that like, well, both my parents, they were just super uneducated with nutrition. And so they didn't really think twice about what they gave me to eat. And I think a lot of parents are still like that. Um, and you know, whenever I see like an overweight kid with overweight parents, it kind of just makes me sad because they don't even know, you know? Uh, they don't really know the extent. True. I mean, they obviously know they're overweight, but they, they may know. not know why and they may not know how they're getting there. And and anyway, so my mom, my dad, like my mom and my dad both got diagnosed with diabetes within like five years of each other. And then my Crazy. mom, my mom like did a complete 180, lost like 50, 60 pounds and is like a health nut now. And she like does keto and all this stuff. But before that, I lost 50 pounds uh, like between CJEP and university, um, strictly based off of like, uh, being just pretty much being tired of being fat, uh, and just being very disciplined and, and just doing things that, you know, I, I, anyway, it's how the basic way of how people lose weight, but I still reward myself, you know, like, let's say like, I have a, a pretty massive two weeks coming up, like end of my first semester of grad school, a ton of work, like an unforeseen amount of work due, uh, a, a big final exam on Friday, December 6th. Um, I like, I'm already kind of planning my cheat meal for December 6th. Like that's the type of relationship I have with, with food. Nice. So like I use it as a means of gratification, which I don't like because there's negative side effects of that. Because now obviously it's just something that's like aii am I'm, I'm, I have a relationship with nutrition that is negatively benefit. Like it's, it's. It's not beneficial.
1: It's the carrot on the stick kind of thing.
0: Exactly. And I I don't like it actually. Like I actually am tired of the relationship I have with food.
1: I enjoy good food.
0: And again, this isn't like, this isn't like junk food necessarily. It's not like, I mean, obviously like donuts, pizza, great. But I mean like
2: diet, you would be ashamed to to tell them that you ate it.
0: Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's a weird (laughs) relationship with food. Yeah. But you know, I really, really admire that you haven't eaten fast food in two years because not only do I no, have a bad dude, relationship, on top of only shopping or
2: out of the aisles. Yeah, like
0: that's to me, man. That is that is a place where I want to get in my life. You know what yeah. I reward
2: myself with green beans. See Ooh. that I don't my think girl- I can ever get to that point. No, dude. Let me no, honest. No but, no, but hold on. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like a weird mindset to get into, but it's kind of like, um, like like that- like. <laughs> You wanna, you know how, Man, you this is you the
0: most John Morgan yourself. thing ever. No, reward you reward agreement. yourself
2: for being franchisee of the year, you run a marathon that morning. Right? That's, That's the, how you reward yourself. Yeah. No, because here's the trippy part about this, okay? Um, whenever you're fired up and you're like, I, I deserve a award, dude, go for a run you'll run faster and longer than you've ever ran before. Or, or, um, cause when you were like, when you, uh, you have that motivation.
0: Wow. Yeah. Right? I never, yeah. Never. Yeah. Thought yeah like,
2: like, like, what, like, um, anytime, like, uh, I have, like go work
0: deep- out after your big accomplishment.
2: Yeah, man. Like that's how you reward yeah. yourself is you get after it more.
0: Like I know that seems so like crazy. Well, but, no, like, it doesn't really. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're at your height, like, you know, for example, walking out of like a, a big stats, final exam, like I'm depleted. My brain is just, freaking deflated like i i just stared at you know a paper a booklet of papers and my calculator and my pencil for three hours and just thinking 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 so like i'm completely done and uh i usually either head to the bar or head to a restaurant right and that's what i've used to associate the two uh but at the same time like uh I, I th- I'm thinking that like I've literally not once in my life ever rewarded myself with a workout or something. Oh that's, like, yeah, healthy. Right? But I'm thinking like you know coming out of that like I just finished my first semester of of a new program. I'm really happy. I just did it. Okay, cool. Now just just balls to the wall, like, totally.
1: What's your go-to cheat meal? Uh,
0: there has to be
1: yeah, a go-to one that just hits all the right sensors.
0: Yeah, like burger and fries. Like, but not which taken. burger? Uh, like well just like like the, the 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 most things on it i guess like the everything on it like is like, there like a specific restaurant imagine. or no no it's like usually just like but it's not like fast food i don't really like fast food i i like um, i like like pub food i, really uh, I got like you. like pub food like like mm. like overpriced fast food essentially <laughs> uh,
1: but gotcha. yeah it so like has a different feel to it i know what you mean
0: yeah it's i don't know it's just it tastes like actual maybe like it's more hearty i guess you could say mm-hmm. but yeah so uh, like pizza, like anything really that you get from like a pub. Like that's what I'm eating, right? Like super high fat, super high salt, uh, super imagine high calories. It's insane. Yourself, rather
2: than consuming 1,600 calories, imagine yeah. you went on a treadmill and burnt 400.
0: Well, that's it. I totally that's get $2, what you're $2, 000,
2: saying. That's a 2,000 calorie difference. Yeah
0: yeah, 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 yeah. No, man, I, listen, incredible, I, man. I, I hate that I have this relationship with food to the point where i S I've seen how it's negatively affected my life before I've seen how, even though I'm a lot healthier than I, than I was, and it's more sustainable. And that's the way I live my life. I still don't like that. It's there's still roots of it there. And those roots are how I express my, like those roots of negative relationship with food are how I treat myself when I call for something good. So it's still a big part. And so I'm really tired of it. And so I think that if I tried that out, that would be amazing. So
1: what new action are you going to take towards breaking this pattern? I think that. Try this like, green bean thing, dude. Like tomorrow, just go I, buy, have I, John send you the brand.
2: No, and just can try. Actually, no, no, can I say, can I actually please. There's an underlying principle to that? So I used to eat um, like a, like a burger and fries, right? So now I do like a, like a, a grilled chicken burger so it's like like you know like it's just a grilled chicken in a bun it's not like this is not like a fatty like yeah burger right um but rather than fries i do green beans because like they give me the same sensation is it salted Can, like w- what are no. these green beans just you know just green giant green beans like the cheap ones
1: oh like that, that you just like squeeze them out and just pop them. no, no like, you eat the
2: whole thing like you just it's it's like a green bean you just
1: oh okay I'm not, about, I'm
2: not talking about peas I'm oh about... sorry
1: yeah sorry. you're talking you're got, yeah. Even... i don't eat i don't know vegetables man i oh, like, don't so know three types of gushers that they came out with the tropical <laughs> you know but yeah no, but, um, of...
2: but you can replace things like so for example if you if you're like addicted to chips you know like the crunch
0: yeah yeah rice yes. carrots
2: carrots yeah. yeah I actually, dude, I'm when addicted I was, to the crunch. It's yeah, when I was, uh, carrots are way crunchier and they'll feed that sensation so much better than chips. will.
0: yeah, no, I was, when I was, uh, when I was cutting, when I was cutting all my weight, I, uh, I did carrots instead of chips for sure. Yeah. I did when I, when actually the first steps of losing weight, I did from chips to, uh, like those rice cake chips. They're like Quaker. They're, they're not, they're not, uh, potato chips. They're like. Yeah yeah you know, I know I know you're saying right So track. I went from that to those to chips to those to to carrots and then I also I also did um uh, cucumber, watermelon and cauliflower. Oh which are all like very uh, crunchy but like different sen- sensations and I would I would make like a massive bowl of like watermelon, cucumber, cauliflower and carrots. Which are like very different in variety of vegetables. But it would kind of like I you know, there was something about being in front of a screen that made mm. me need to consume crunchy
1: things. There's a specific spot it's like, yeah. in the couch if I sit in, you I have some- to eat salt, uh, salt and vinegar <laughs> chips. And if I don't, I'm just sad.
2: You know what you guys need to do?
1: I know I, I feel like I'm just like, trying to be like a dad here.
2: Yeah. You guys need to start building habits so like I read in so many different spots in my house. That yeah, like yeah. Problems. like, like right, right here, this is my podcast side, right? From that side outside the bed, I'm reading. On the yeah. couch, I'm reading, right? These are like my reading spots. Starbucks, reading spot, right? It's like, you gotta get into those habits of rewarding mm. yourself with like more work. Like my favorite, um, my favorite com- like commercial of all things ever um, was actually a Super Bowl ad from like the 1980s. And it, you guys know who Emmett Smith is? No. He's a football player.
0: Okay. Yeah. Either way, sport. He, um,
2: he had just won the Super Bowl. And so he's like, uh, he's like at a press conference. And they're like, oh, like, Emmett, what are you going to do? Like, now that you won the Super Bowl, you know, like, you're the greatest player of all time. He's like, I'm not sure. I might, I might celebrate a little bit. And then, and then like it flashes to the next day. And he's sitting there doing a bench press. He's like, yeah, I'm celebrating. Wow. He's just like,
1: I think I've heard about this commercial before. Dude, it's so good. Okay, so yeah. be like Emmett Smith. That's yeah. that pretty much sums up though, everything we just talked about. That's yeah. like, this cool.
2: though, like, like again, who's going to win the battle? Like, imagine you and I are both achieving the, all the same milestones, yeah. but every time you go to celebrate, you go to a bar, and I go to read a book. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, but
0: right? but, like, but the going most going going important to distinction to win win there win is that win. you both get the same amount of gratification from both those things right? Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. And that you train yourself to, to, have that, yeah. I get
2: gratified because it's like, I feel like I'm getting ahead and you get gratified because like, you're like indulging in a
0: temptation. Yeah. So just to, um, kind of wrap this up, like, I think it's important to highlight that the the discussions that we're having, especially today, these are all on topics that either the common theme today was that John has a really, really, really tight Grip on the, those very things impressive. in his life. Very
2: impressive, very impressive
1: to me. Yeah, Wait, like, John, how old are you
0: again?
2: Twenty-three.
1: Yeah, I got two years to catch up. No problem. Oh, dude,
2: I was twenty-one. I was still smoking. No, I, yeah, I was still smoking at twenty-one.
1: Great. I got two years to catch you're up with this of, guy.
0: You're ahead of twenty-one-year-old old. John. Okay. So, so like you know, just to kind of what I think all three of us really want to get out of in terms of value uh, provided for listeners is we want to be able to facilitate and create the motivation for other people to go out and start their weekly call. Right. Mm. Because I think that like the the impact of having done this, I like that. Well, yeah, the impact of having done this, like, you know, next week, like at the end of last week, when we stopped recording, we talked about something that, you know, you and I have done ever, but that John is going to do soon and that he hasn't had a bunch of experience with that. Right. Line mark. Mm -hmm. And the, the type of perspective he has to have there. And you know, we're providing value for John. John provided a lot of value for me tonight with breathing habits, uh, setting uh, goals for yourself and how you reward yourself, especially. And also the snooze button Man, the snooze button is terrible. Tomorrow morning, I'm putting my phone in the living room and that way there's no chance I can roll over and get it. But I just wanted to highlight that, you know, every week we talk usually about something that some of like, either one of us is typically really good at, and there's one person that's maybe kind of good at it and the other person's not so great. And these kind of roles shift around, right? So really huge value. here, which awesome. I really like it. And I just wanted to wrap up with one quote, which I think kind of like sums up nicely the impact of being present positively and accountably and efficiently in all areas of your life, like we described. And so if you can imagine somebody that literally does, uh, Let's use John for an example because it sounded like, from what we spoke about, he's present in all those areas really efficiently, really positively. Like he's just there and he's just really accountable, really, uh, really good discipline. And it's a quote that uh, Jordan Peterson actually mentions in mentions in his book uh, nice. Twelve Rules for Life. And it's uh, to those that have everything, more will be given, and to those that have mm-hmm. nothing, more will be taken. And it's a pretty heavy quote because you know people that hear that wow. initially, they they maybe think like wow, that sounds really terrible and unfair, you know, to those that have more, more will be given. And to more that has to those that have less, more will be taken like that. That doesn't sound fair to the people that are having things taken from them. But the more that you read the book, and, and especially in the context of this example, you start to realize that the people that have more have built the systems and the disciplines to have more. Therefore, more things come so yeah. much easier. And those that have less, lack those systems and actually have systems that are doing the complete opposite. So they easily lose more and they have more that's taken.
1: Austin. It's the law of nature. Yeah. If you're not and, growing. You're dying. If but, a tree's but, not growing, it's dying. It's okay, just but, how,
0: but here's the thing is that it's exponential. It's not, it's not, Oh, linear. it's crazy. And so, you know, it's the basic opportunity of, of, you know, if anybody's seen the classic movie, pay it forward, it, it's best exemplified through that, right? Like you have one opportunity and you really really deliver on that one opportunity and you 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 impress the shit out of everybody that's involved in that opportunity and you from that over performance you get three more opportunities and those three opportunities you see as just the same goal but you conquer all three and then from those three three derive out of each of those you have nine you know and you're just but because you're so, like we've discussed all these ha- these positive habits in this podcast, you're already present in all those areas of your life. You can keep growing that exponential network to like, you know, 8,000 things.
1: Mm-hmm. And but before you, you know it, you got a podcast, you got a book, you got a brand deal, yeah. you got a TV show, and you, you got, got a movie.
0: And you're selling out concerts in Miami, concert halls in Miami to, for guys like you to go watch, you know, like Tony Robbins. It, so it's it, exponential. Like, and then, but the scary thing is that the opposite is also true. Right, so you have one opportunity, and you underperform, underdeliver. You're undisciplined, and you just totally screw it up. And then from those three things come three negative consequences. Uh, and then back you to don't, the
1: restaurant, moving, moving yeah. tables.
0: And then you don't deliver because it's a negative thing, and it's like you're in your negative spiral. It's just you don't deliver on those, and it's just you know, like you can imagine. I'm not going to you know blab on here, but it's just it, it's it's daunting. And it's dauntingly true, and it's—I really hope that this stuff resonates with people, uh, because you know, someone like me, who, uh, you know, I—I I really know that, like, as soon as I start to feel comfortable, I—I I don't even realize the negative effects that it's having on me. For example, the, the snooze thing, the—you the, know—the the rewarding with food. So, I think that I hope that no matter where you are in your life, that this stuff is—is is valuable.
1: Amazing. You hear this? Listen Austin, if you're just going to feel good after this goddamn episode's done and not do anything new, I'll find you. And if you're trying to build a business, I'll buy I'll, I'll take over the entire goddamn neighborhood. If you don't do one new thing after listening to this episode, what are you doing? ban them austin if you find them here ban yeah, them i don't want i'm gonna i'm to gonna hook up to it's like done. you know how
0: google and siri they all listen to people i'm gonna tap into that and i'm gonna find out you know
1: do something new this is the weekly podcast baby go start you just your said, own You literally
0: sounded like the 80 year old man that you are when you <laughs> yelled that okay um anything guys. else you guys want to add
1: that's it man that's
0: all right it. man Okay, John, keep it up. That was quite impressive, those things you showed, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hit that. I'm not I'm not gonna hit that squeeze button <laughs> Okay, see you guys. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in this week. We really hope you enjoyed the podcast. As usual, you can reach us directly at theweeklycallpod at gmail.com or at theweeklycallpod on Instagram to keep up to date with any upcoming episodes content and guest interviews thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week cheers